Say, guys, it's time for your favorite podcast and mine. Maybe not, but I hope so. Uh, great to talk to you guys today on Roll Tide Pods. This is Elephant in the Room, part of Disrupt the Media with uh, Jake Coker and a special guest, Ryan Anderson. I mean, this is going to be fun. We got a lot of elephants in the room today, Jake. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, I tell you, uh, Ryan, uh, you know, I've had a lot of good teammates in my day and, uh, Ryan, to me, one of the most loyal and genuine guys I've ever been around and uh, love him to death. Man, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. Man, I, I appreciate you calling me. You know, I probably ain't that way to a lot of my teammates. I just like Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Some other guys yeah, didn't get that treatment. I called him this morning and uh, he's like, man, what you doing? I just got my hair cut. I was like. Man, you let that guy jack you up again? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, man, I told him about the podcast and all that, and and, uh, and he was like, he was like, mother effort, tell me what time to be there. <laughs> yeah, that's my dude. <laughs> you know, it it, it it you know means the world to me, man. I appreciate sure, it. You know, I appreciate y'all having me on. Love man. this guy to death. He's he's about as good as they come. Well, you guys had some good times together, huh? We did. We did. I, Too much fun. We did. I kind of wish we would have had him longer. You know, he made some bad decisions <laughs> early on. That's you know, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He got his life together, man. He, <laughs> he, he made good for himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was it like when he got there? I'm gonna tell you right now. Jake Coke, every morning he should get up and thank God for his wife, his beautiful family, his kids, <laughs> and then me and Dylan Lee. <laughs> After that, the only guy we're missing is Dylan Lee. That's the guy we're missing. After that, man, I don't know what he got. <laughs> that, that should be first. <laughs> when, he, when he came over, like a lot of the guys, you know, we was, we was excited, but, you know, you naturally, like, you kind of stand off as, you know, you want to see how he is. Mm-hmm. So I remember, like, like first seven-on-seven action, Dylan ended up picking them all. Welcome to... And it was I do remember this. And I throw I throw a slant to uh Chris Black. He breaks it up and Dylan Lee gives me the Matumbo finger. He goes, This ain't the AC- ACC no more. This ain't yeah, the ACC. Yeah. <laughs> That's I've heard practice gets pretty intense between the offense and the defense in Alabama. Oh yeah. I mean, you got psychos like Ryan Anderson on defense <laughs> just wearing people out and uh, it was a – I don't know how it is now. I know, again, we've kind of talked about this in previous podcasts. I mean, Coach Saban, when we were there, loved him to death. I mean, he was he was a huge asshole at Alabama when we were there, and mm-hmm. it was great. I love him. Yeah. love him as much or more than any coach I've ever had. He's the best of all time. Uh, and, and at the same time, didn't matter when we were practicing, whether it was – you know, during camp or, or during bowl season, I mean, man, helmets were coming off. People were fighting. And at the end of the day, everybody loved each other and got along. But, man, it was a different kind of intensity when we were there. It was animals. 
A lot of apples <laughs> on the table. <laughs> that, camp, that camp, it was, it was, it was, it was intense. Uh, Ryan, do, when you watch Nick Saban now, the kinder, gentler Nick Saban, do you worry about where Alabama's going with that, or do you think that it's because the guys have changed a little bit? Yeah, I, I feel like Coach just adjusted right now. Yeah. You know, like it's it's a different time, it's a different period. Like you got the the porter now, you know, so. A, a kid can just leave and go to another city school. Like we mm-hmm. couldn't do that then. Yeah, you know. So he gotta he gotta switch his style up. But oh, all in all, I think they'll be all right. I, I mean, I so. also think you know. I mean, man. Uh, and again, I don't know the I don't know the guys there now, but everybody when we were playing, uh, there was a certain pride to play for Alabama. Mm-hmm. There was uh, it meant a lot to play for that helmet, that crimson helmet with the number on the side. I mean. It was just – you never felt like anybody was leaving whenever Coach Saban got on somebody's ass or right. – when somebody got out of line, I felt like the players were policing each other and sometimes beating the shit out of each other. And, yeah. And that was part of the part of the program. Yeah. Well, that's that's part of success, though. I mean, not, not – that just that the guys have to say to themselves, uh, and in any sport, not just in, in football, but we have a standard and we have to – play yeah. to that standard we have to work to that standard i mean it's any business you guys are in regular business now yeah. that's anything that you do mm-hmm. uh but it's a team thing right i mean if, if you have a high standard and everyone meets that high standard then things are going to stay the same but when people start to say ah you know what i don't want to do the extra work i don't want to do the weightlifting. i don't want to do the running uh, i don't want to do the film study it's going to show up because i mean you you guys probably can't see it from this camera vantage point but all of these Daniel Moores are national championships. You guys are on some of them. It's crazy to think about what Nick Saban's done. Yeah, I mean, you know, when uh, when when somebody gets out of line, might be, you know, Tony Brown and Ryan beats the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> and Coach Saban doesn't have to get involved. You know, you're probably yeah, yeah. In, a good, in a good state. Yeah. Uh, and I, I joke around, man. Tony, Tony was the, one of the best competitors on our team. Yeah, 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 right. I mean, you know. You got a little brother you never want. <laughs> Loving the death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony, yeah. Tony's one of the most beloved guys on the team. You know, just wanted it more than anybody. Sometimes get a little too emotional, and everybody be like, "Hey, man, you got to calm down." So I, I'm, I'm kidding around, but uh, you know, everybody kind of kept each other in check. Accountability. That's what it was about. Like that's. I feel like that's what separated the teams that we had that that was like good and that that. That one and the ones that was like probably talent wise was that still that that didn't win, so like that was the teams that we had there. Like, like everybody just held each other accountable. Like it's just the way we do it. Yeah, and look when you watch football right now and you see you guys see what's going on at Alabama as they try to find the process again with NIL with uh, transfer portal and all of that stuff. How do you think that translates? I mean. No, when I when I think of transfer portal right now, I mean again, you can't coach people the same, you can't recruit people the mm-hmm. same. Uh, there's so much leniency and and how you can just up and leave if you're not satisfied. Uh, I think you almost have to recruit guys you know have a lot of pride in the program and love Alabama, right. you know, and uh, again you can't just you can't just MF a guy, you know, up and down like he used to. I mean, they, they can get out of here and get been out of shape. 
I mean, one of the best things when I was coming through, you know, you had to graduate, you had to <clears throat> go there, graduate, and then you could transfer and be eligible next year. Mm -hmm. To me, I think that's the best way to do it. Kids don't know what the hell they're doing yeah. when they're picking a school. Uh, I mean, the money sounds great and all that, but a lot of times they, they're not willing to stick out the, the rough times and the adversity and, and, you know, kind of feel out how, you know, when a coach gets on your ass, figure out how to get over it and, and, and play and, right. and understand what their, what their true message is. Uh, it's just too easy to leave now. And, and kids just don't learn the lessons of failure early on. Mm -hmm. I agree. Too. Well, let's talk about, uh, Ole Miss, you guys both knew Lane Kiffin, uh, Alabama. We talked about it on uh, the last one, but I, we haven't gotten Ryan's opinion. Uh, Ryan, what do you think about the game? <laughs> what do you think about it? Alabama 24 and Ole Miss 10. I, I The second – how the game went. That's what I was looking for. Like in the second half, I was waiting on like that that one moment, you know, that I could feel like well, we turned the like we turned the corner. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like we got that out of the game, like as far as the offense and like something we can build on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was pleased, you know. I, I but it finally looked like we gave a shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, finally looked like we cared a little bit about the Alabama culture and the Alabama standard exactly. that had been set before. And you know, again. I was there for two years, but pretty quickly on, I understood, you know, from the players that had been there and their involvement in the program, what was expected of us and, and what we needed to do to, to be successful. And, and shit, I mean, half the effort put in by everybody on the team was because of the standard that all the former players expected of us. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, to embarrass the guys that came before you, that's a pretty – yeah, that's yeah. pretty heavy. Nobody wants to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who are the guys that, that you watch on this defense that you go, the Malachi Moores, the Deontay Lawson's? Yeah. Who, who are the guys that you really like on this defense? Number 41, Braswell. I don't know the kid's first name, but right <laughs> he's he one of my favorite players on that defense right now because he, he feels good. Like, I, I feel like he's one of those players that's going to that's gonna keep coming along and he's he going to be very good for us. Like yeah. He just he got, I, I don't know exactly what it is yet, but it, it's something about him. Yeah, I like watching him play. There's something about you know Ryan. I felt like the his favorite player on the team would be the most reckless, <laughs> you know, crazy defensive player. And I like I think that's him. He'll hit you. Yeah, <laughs> I like I'm telling you, he'll hit you. <laughs> I mean, because when you watch Ryan play defense, I mean, this mf'er leads with his head. I yeah. mean, it's like his face is in every play. And they're just he plays a reckless and abandonment and doesn't care what happens to his body. And I always I, I just when I watch Ryan play and I watch Ryan in practice and, and everything else, it's like <laughs> this I can't I, I can't even describe it on air. I mean it's, this MF -er is insane. Yeah, and right. He just he just dominates and puts his face in everything. Right. You were probably like, hey, I'm glad I don't have to face these guys in a real game. Oh yeah. I mean it was like it was one of those, you know, whenever he made a play, it was it was a prideful <laughs> moment because he's an Alabama guy playing for Alabama and I loved it. Yeah, yeah, you know? right. Yeah. That's what's up. 
Yeah, look, I, I thought that this game, the second half of this game, felt a lot like what we expect from Alabama. It, it felt exactly. like the Alabama standard that you guys that you guys really just jumped in and, and kept going. You know, I mean, this thing started with uh, with Nick Saban's 08 team and then 09 and then, you know, and, and kind of went through. I, I, I've told him uh, the, the, the 2017 championship, I sat with Baron Huber and Mike Johnson and they were hitting me every time Alabama scored. So I almost died after that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tweeted at Mike. I said, we, <laughs> we throw him a lot of shout outs. Right there. He's got my former broadcast partners, you know, but. I don't ever want to go through that again, yeah. you know, but <laughs> like, I just feel like this team, like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like that this team with where they're at right now, led by defense, this secondary to me is about as good as Alabama's had. They got a shot. Yeah. That's how I feel. I feel like this team is one of those teams. That I feel like they grit out some wins, figure it out as they go. And like, they're going to surprise some people. They keep getting better. I really feel like that about them. Yeah. Nah, I might have to get out of a neighborhood with HOA. I said, cuz words I probably ain't, ain't, ain't never heard or said before in my life. Like, right, right. But, it's frustrating. Yeah, because you like, but after like, the Texas game, you're, you're like, can you get the play into the defense, you know, please? And everybody's doing this. <laughs> and we all think, look, we, everybody in the world now thinks Texas is so great. Right. Alabama just had a, this is my opinion. Alabama had problems getting the plays called. Saban got it fixed. If we played them again this week, it would, I think it would be a totally different outcome. Yeah, exactly. Defense against their offense. Anyway. I don't like nothing about Texas but Colt McCoy. I broke two TVs watching that game. I broke one inside. I went, I went outside and broke that one. <laughs> like, dang. Man. Be all right, though. No, that's right. I mean, and, and again, offensively, to me, Jalen, I mean, that guy, the throws he made in the Ole Miss game, uh, <clears throat> made a few mistakes. And, again, when I – I remember my first few starts, God, the shit I used to do. Right. I mean, I look back, I'm like, you dumbass. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, and he makes – I mean, his stats look really pretty – outside of the interceptions look pretty good. Hey, he made one bad throw last time. Well, that's right. You I take mean, the interception away. And that is almost a perfect game. I mean, oh, when you talk yeah. about it, he only he was still like eighteen of twenty one. Oh, yeah. one of them was that interception. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, when throwing touchdowns, especially in that stadium or anywhere yeah. else, it's like I mean, it's like a drug. You want you just want to keep throwing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's the best damn feeling in the world. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, you know, you see that corner shouldn't have thrown it obviously but it's the only mistake he made truly the, the whole game now he made he, he took a few sacks but you know that's that's seeing things pretty quickly uh i mean jalen's got a lot of room to grow and again until until after that eight game mark you're still not going to really know the the jalen milrow that that's been shown in these games prior what, what does it look like from a quarterback standpoint when you're in that situation i mean 
you're thinking touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Oh, that guy's wide open. I got a touchdown right there. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get that crowd. You know, you throw a pick in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's a tough job. I couldn't imagine. Oh, Jesus man. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it, it's, Hey, it's part of the job. And, and again, he, you know, he's made a few critical mistakes. And again, the ones that he's made have, have been costly, but you know, if he can manage those, he's going to be a hell of a quarterback now, in my opinion. You yeah. Know, I mean, he can run, he can throw, take shots on those deep balls. I mean, what oh, I, his deep ball is beautiful. Oh man. I mean, he makes, he makes some deep ball throws that, that not many people can make that one, that double post where he threw a touchdown to Hale. That was one of the best balls. Seeing somebody coming and getting the wind knocked out of you, knowing it's coming. Mm -hmm. Hey, how many people are going to stand there and throw that ball? Do you guys think Jalen Hale might be the next Amari Cooper? Might be the next Calvin Ridley? Might be the next Mitty? Uh, 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 I mean, yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. It's good. Though. You can't just throw that out. Yeah, but we've had a lot of guys. Julio, we've had a lot uh, of guys. I'm gonna come back on the show in a few weeks and we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to do more yeah, stuff. I like him though. But like Smitty him. was a slow starter. Yeah. It wasn't like Julio. I was at Julio's first game. Very first play was to Julio, if you yeah, remember. Yeah, he was different. And yeah. yeah. I, I still think Julio – No, I'm not saying that this is not a shot at anybody else. Julio's still my number one. Yeah, I feel like he would have played in the offenses that those other receivers yeah. played in. It probably wouldn't be – Nobody would ever yeah. – yeah. He was like running back wide receiver, like yeah. basically catch the ball short and just run over everybody. I've, I've thrown to Julio one time uh, – that was right after we, right after I graduated, and uh, I threw with him right before all the combine stuff, and I mean it almost screwed me up because I mean where normal receivers would take, you know, six steps, seven steps to get to a to an eight or a bang eight. I mean that guy was there way before anybody else, mm -hmm. and you just and again he even told me. He's like, man, you got to put air on everything so that I can adjust to it and get it. You can't throw it on the line because you're going to miss me. He even knew how quick he was and how fast he was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was like, holy shit. This yeah, was, yeah. This him ever is different. Yeah. I mean, I, it was like, oh, I, it was a completely different ball game for yeah. that guy. Just because the timing was so much different. Fast. I've never seen anybody like it. We were, we were working out. Me and the – right after we got done throwing in the indoor mm – -hmm. We're sitting there and, and we're watching me and Melania are me and Richard are sitting there talking and uh we're watching Derek and Kenyon and, mm -hmm. and Julio work out. And uh they're all I think it was Derek and Kenyon, they were practicing jumping up on uh the elevated blocks to see how high they could jump. And uh I'm sitting there watching both of us are and they finally they they top out at whatever height it was. I mean, it was like almost eye level with me. And I'm standing there watching, and Julio, he walks up, and he doesn't know I'm watching. He doesn't know me and Richard are watching. And he looks around, nobody's standing there, and he just jumps up, lands on it, no big deal, steps back down, and me and Richard are like, holy shit. Did you that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. I mean, it was He's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I mean, so I, I'm 6'5". Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was at least – it was probably six feet tall. It yeah. It was the craziest shit I've ever seen. Right. And and this guy, I, 
again, Julio played in a different era. Yeah. He played in the, the Lane Kiffin era where, you know, you're doing everything you can to get it to this guy. I mean, it, there's no telling how many receiving yards he'd have put up. I thought he was amazing. Uh, but you know what else is amazing is the fact that my uh, wagering right now has been so bad. So I probably need to talk to uh, Lance and get Lance's lock. But I will tell you guys that our show is brought to you by my bookie. Make your money work harder. Uh, make your money work smarter, not harder with my bookie. Celebrate your winning season with my bookie's biggest welcome offer ever. That's a 110% deposit match on your first deposit. You heard it right here. You can make more than double your money before you even place a bet by making a deposit with MyBookie. All you have to do is go to MyBookie.ag, use the promo code NEXTROUND to claim this bonus. But make sure you act quick because this offer is only available for this week, and uh, you can only get it with the promo code NEXTROUND. With a full suite of NFL and college football, there's plenty of opportunities to bet and win. So don't be the guy who missed out. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. I did I did win one last week, by the way. I'm two and ten now. I, I'd like to know which one that was. <laughs> I pushed <laughs> I, I pushed. <laughs> oh my really it's a loss. <laughs> on my show we you if got you your push, money back. <laughs> if you push on, on my on my Friday show, if you push we count it as a win. <laughs> Um, I took <laughs> Notre Dame over Ohio State, but I got two and a half. Or no, I got three. We got three, so we pushed. So you get your picks wrong? Not from Lance's lock. I need to go ahead and put my picks on Lance's lock. I get them from me, and that's. But I'm normally pretty good. This year has been not my year. It's been a tough year. It I feel like I, I feel like, a weird Vegas year. Yeah, it's like a lot of things have changed in college football lately. The, well, the, the playing field is just by level now. With all the deporters, like it's talent everywhere. Yeah. So that and favorites have been winning like at an unbelievable rate this year. Last week, the the amount of favorites that won were just off the charts. Really? Oh yeah. I mean it. I, I want to. I mean it's probably what 70 percent favorites won last yeah. last week. Well, one one I took. So if you're a big dog guy, yeah, look, they took you to the cleaner. They did. I, 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 I bet with my heart with, uh, with Coach Prime. Yeah, I took order. What you mean? I love him. I, I, I used to wear his jersey when Here's I was a kid. I loved Dion, and I, I believed in him, and I still do. But last week was not their week. Yeah, Brian, if you want a retirement plan, you got to call Mick. Ask him what his picks are. <laughs> Fade the shit out of him. Take the other one. <laughs> I've had streaks where I've been on the other side of this. <laughs> I've had other, but I've been on the other side. Of this. <laughs> this is, but he's right right now. I'm even questioning my pick. <laughs> we, we, we did our we did we did our pick segment on the show today. I, I just took everything opposite of what I really think. <laughs> you did. You want to retire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, you think? I was like, there's no way. I said, there's no way South Carolina is going in there and beating. No, no. I said, there's no way Tennessee's closing an 11 and a half point spread. I'll take Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. I mean, South Carolina beat him last year. Yeah, that, well, who are your picks this week? Well, I took I took Tennessee, gave up eleven and a half. So who? South Carolina. Yeah, South All Carolina. Right. 
which I really think the other way, but I just going against myself. Um, I took, uh, you're going to hate me for this. I took Mississippi state and 14 and a half, but I, but I bet, but I also took Ole Miss last week. So I'm, it's part of that is you're not taking Ole Miss this week. Is that, and I'm taking LSU big. Well, that's you got Ole Miss. Oh, okay. That's what I wanted. But I, but I kind of hope that took Ole Miss. That makes me feel like, yeah, yeah. Take, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause I think Ole Miss is going to get run out and then Kiffin's going to be in trouble because everybody's going to be like, you, you trolled Nick Saban like that, and then you got your ass kicked, and now you're getting beat up again. Yeah. He, he, did you like the trolling? Do you like that stuff? That's just him. You know what I mean? I, I know that's him. I don't. I know him. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really – I know what he – you know what I mean? I don't think it's that person. It's just, it just lame. So I don't take him see it. I'm glad we beat his ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he the one coach I don't want to lose to. No, no, no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You see his quarterback doing all that laughing when his helmet was popping out earlier. Uh, yeah. You, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why when he left that game out, he did batter. I'm talking about I, I drunk me two beers, bought me two new TVs. <laughs> <laughs> left him batter. That's how you do it. Now, you do. I, you know, I was hoping we'd beat Ole Miss pretty bad, but when when I saw that quarterback do this, it's like, oh, please, for the love of God, beat the yeah. shit out of yeah. the yeah. Browns. And there's a great, great story, baseball story, but it's kind of the same thing. Uh, Greg Maddox told me that when they were playing the Cardinals one year, I guess Dennis Eckersley did that to the Braves dugout, and he was like walking in the tunnel, and David Justice was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> like like walking back like they they you know, say beat him and he's doing that and all that stuff and the braves whooped him after that you know that that's motivation sometimes right oh yeah i mean absolutely well hell it looks like it worked for us <laughs> yeah Jesus. i mean you know i again the only time i Right before we played Georgia, I remember warming up on the opposite side of the field, and I, I saw them come over and meet Ryan, the defensive line, and and like I've said before on this on this podcast, you come out and you challenge all these freaking savages, you're gonna be like, I mean, it's it's gonna be a hell of. I, when they did that, I was like, this thing's over. This thing's over. <laughs> so I want to score a few points. I don't, I don't know what, like Jay said, I don't know what made them do that. But <laughs> at the warm-ups, that was the, like, you know, you come in at the warm-ups and everybody, like, I always just like, ah. It, yeah. Everybody was like, why? It was just, I like, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, Sean, hey, Sean, say, I'm going to kill them. Yeah, hey, Sean. Say, Let's go. Hey, yeah, you walk in the locker room, hey, Sean's teeth are grinding. You're like, holy shit. <laughs> you, that's so funny. They team, you know, dude, ball head. <laughs> <laughs> first man, he come in the locker room. You got seven kids. I know who your son is. <laughs> he ain't like me since then. Oh my god, I had a friend like that where he's like way he lives way older than he's supposed to look. That's the bet people like I bet you a beer you don't know how old this guy is. Can you get within five years? Uh so let's talk some Mississippi State. Um 
you know, Alabama has had over the years, and I, maybe you guys didn't, but over the years, Mississippi State to me is more of a rival than Ole Miss. They're physical, they're tough. Uh, you, you, I have respect for the way that they go about their business. Uh, when Dak Prescott was there, they were a really good football team. And uh, I, they worry me a lot more than the Rebels do. I mean, me personally. I was I would say that too, but like not me as much. Not in a sense, because like they beat us twice when we was there. I mean, you lost to them once, twice. Twice. Yo, yeah. they beat us two years in a row. So on my behalf is oh, Ole Miss. Miss. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, but, Mississippi State. I mean, which was like their heyday, by the way. Ole Miss. No, yeah, Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like that. That's. I mean. They got a – I mean, to me, Will Rogers is one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC. They got a brand-new coach, brand-new system on offense, yeah. and, and they've looked like – they've kind of gelled a little bit, but the timing, the – you know, the, the Christmas crispness of their offense just doesn't look to be there. I mean, it looks like they kind of got it together against South Carolina, but they're still not on the same page. Uh but again, you never know. I mean, that that Texas A and M game when uh, I can't remember his name. He played the the game of his life, beat Alabama, Ta- uh, uh, Johnny Football, Stephen Garcia, uh, twenty eleven. Yeah, you're talking about Johnny Manziel. No, 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 no not him. Which guy? Well, I mean, that one too. Oh, uh, the guy that transferred to Auburn and yeah, yeah, got yeah. on the field. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, when the quarterback shows up and and just dials it in, you just when he has that once in a lifetime game, he's gonna play I mean, his mind. Yeah, I mean that that's the one I worry about, which this could be one of those games because again, Will Rogers to me is one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, you just you you can't control it. You gotta worry about it a little bit, but you can't control it. Uh but from what I've seen, man, their defense a little soft up front and uh don't really guard people in the back end when, especially when when the offensive line provides enough time. Uh, but I, I, I again, I can't. A lot see of it. holes there. Yeah, yeah. No, that's right. Right. A lot of holes there. It's got to be Mississippi State's perfect game. Yeah. Right. And you get that sometimes when you're playing like Alabama. You know, we saw that a lot. Well, you go get a Kent State, and and they come in here and they say Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, Alabama playing how they been. You know, they haven't really found their identity yet. You gonna you expect a Mississippi State team to you know they they, they smell blood in the water, they coming in they feel like yeah. they have a shot you know what I mean yeah. so it's gonna be a challenge for us we're gonna go in there and like put out whatever they got going on early I haven't watched them this year honestly like I usually watch other teams but I've been so focused on Alabama yeah. this year I ain't had a chance to really peep at too many other people yeah so well let me ask you this you you played on a defense that dominated on the road how do these guys dominate on the road? That's what I'm saying. I feel like this team haven't found their identity yet. Like this Saturday, we're gonna see. Mm-hmm. Like, but I mean, last year too. Like they struggled all five road I, yeah, games. I, I, it I, started in 2021. I ain't like it. I yeah. Ain't like well, it. I'll I answer like that. It. I mean, again, when I when I was playing there, both years, I mean, we could rely on our defense to make plays. I yeah. mean, again, usually all we had to do is score 21 points, if that, to win games. I mean. You knew that it was going to take some kind of heroic effort, yeah, to, to score a touchdown against the defense that we had, just because we had a bunch of freaking 
I mean, psychopaths on defense. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it was just relentless. I, you know, and again, I made that joke when we played uh, Michigan State in the Cotton Bowl, and you look up at the at the ceiling and, and you see Connor Cook. He goes, "Man, they're fucking everywhere." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I mean, we had a bunch of different kind of guys on that defense and and i don't know if that culture is different or what but i know the guys we had on defense in 2015 this guy right here i mean it was a different kind of football i mean it was a freaking cutthroat we're coming here to win and that's all that that's the only thing that matters it wasn't even about winning i feel like we we won some games but if we didn't play that brand we were still mad yeah right it's like I mean, again, I I don't know if I've told that story, but we we won. There was a game we played in 2014. We won by like 40 points. And I remember Sean and Jonathan Allen getting into a fight about who played better. On the plane. Uh, on the plane. On the plane. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Coach Moorhead had to get in the middle of it. I mean, those two were about to fight each other about who, who played better, who's the best. Yeah. I mean, it was like. I mean, we just guys, we just won by forty points. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, <laughs> but it wasn't about how much we won by. Right. You know, what we did it was, it was all a lot about. Of pride. It was all. Oh yeah, it was all about performance and how you played, how you dominated every play. Right. And so, I don't know if you. Uh, again, that that team was just different in 2014, 2015. It, it was a different, yeah. different animal. Yeah. And well, they're trying and to get I don't know if right that'll now. ever be the same. I think, I think like with this team, find out they did it with the offense, this defense have a chance to like reestablish that, you know, with the last few years of teams that's been like kind of offense, like heavy leading yeah. team, like and it out. This defense got opportunity to kind of like. Re-solidify yeah. the dominance on defense. Exactly. I exactly. Mean, Giving up 10 0 Miss a good start. So, well, who would have thought that, too? I mean, who would have thought that they'd only give up 10 0 Miss? Not me. Yeah. yeah not me. So, I was, no, I, was, I, I thought it was going to be a either going to be a shootout or we might lose by a nail bite. I ain't. Yeah. If we would have lost to them, can you imagine the amount of shit Lane Kiffin would have talked? He had been a lot different than what. what what he said after the game yeah, yeah. this week. I know, been, I'm sure you guys text him. I'd say, hey. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Just don't worry. You did a great job with your dog comment and <laughs> the, the, the Taylor Swift video that you tweeted. Oh, he was trying to talk smack about Kevin Steele. That was a great idea. <laughs> that worked. <laughs> I'm gonna pour some beers. We got to come yeah, up with a good yeah. conversation piece for you guys while I'm while I'm uh, uh, reloading us. I can go outside. Yeah, yeah. Just you you go outside. <laughs> I'll sit here and uh, man the mic. You man the mic. <laughs> this is the elephant in the room, guys. This is what we do. <laughs> Brought to you by Lance's Lock. Don't fall into the same trap that I've fallen into. Lance's Lock will get you. Really, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be serious. Lance Taylor is one of the best handicappers that I know. He really is fantastic. NFL, college. Uh, you learn so much from listening to the the next round show. But Lance's Locks got you covered, um, where he gives you the picks on the NFL, winning record there, college football the same way. I knew when I saw how giddy he was about that 
Colorado. Oh, uh, the Colorado. Yeah. I knew I was like I he he and when Jim Dunaway goes, I've only seen him like this twice before. And I was like, I'm I'm gonna lose my ass again. And he was right. Oh yeah. So Lancelock.com, guys, check it out. You did you 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 knew too? Yeah, I did. That took Oregon. <laughs> that you? took Oregon pretty hard. Yeah. What are the what what are the things about this week's game? There's Ryan again. Uh, <laughs> what are the things about this week's game that you worry about, and what are you excited about with Alabama? And while you're telling that story, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna uh, divvy out some beer here. I got you. Well, no, I mean, again, kind of like what we talked about earlier. Usually, when Alabama gets upset, it's because of the the quarterback play from from the opposing team. I mean, uh, every game that I remember Alabama losing or us losing. Uh, the quarterback for the opposing team has had one hell of a game. When we were playing Ole Miss, I mean, uh, oh, that Kelly, that was that was Bo, uh, 2013, 2014. It was Bo, uh, what's his what last name? Four, number 14. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And then Chad Kelly, 2015. Yeah. 2015 was just, I mean, yeah. balls off helmets. Pass the line of scrimmage throws almost. Well, whatever. I mean, uh, some of that Mississippi voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, no, that's what I worry about as a team putting it together for one Saturday, you know, throughout the year. And, and usually that happens against Alabama. But again, most teams put it, put it all together against Alabama because that's their Super Bowl. Right. And uh, usually Alabama still beats them. But it's those one-off occasions where we have our mistakes and they have their best plays, and we don't capitalize, and, and they end up beating us. But I mean, it's few and far between. This year's a little different. We're not, to me, we're not quite mature enough to to handle all that adversity just yet. When when Jalen really puts it together, which I think he will, uh, and that's about eight eight weeks into the season. I think we're really going to be able to handle all that. But as for right now, I just worry about that game where we're down 14 points and got to figure it out. Yeah, I got to have to come from behind. Yeah, we don't need to get there. I'm going to tell you guys the one thing that concerns me, and then we're going to talk about a lot of the things I like about this team. Um, Seth McLaughlin's got to snap the ball. I mean, he, he's got to snap it. I'm sick of seeing the snaps. And if not, let's let uh, you know Brockermeyer come in and snap the ball. I mean, and you might lose a little bit with the experience, and maybe he's not as good of a blocker. But I feel bad for Jalen Milrow to have to have to deal with somebody that just can't snap the ball to him. How does that even happen? I don't know, man. You know, when again, when I was playing, we were playing. Uh, Ryan Kelly was our center, and great and, center. And if there was ever a bad snap, because my dumb ass dropped it, you know. I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, and uh, and he wasn't giving it up any pressures or anything like that. And, and look, Seth McLaughlin, I, I know he's he's uh he's kind of new to the offensive line, and and you're kind of it's kind of unfair to compare him to Ryan Kelly, but. Uh, I mean, the snap, the, the quarterback center is Shane's is the most important since you've been, you know, seven years old, six yeah. years old, starting to play. That's the most important part of the game is, is securing the ball between the, the center and the quarterback. So, I mean, to me, snapping a ball that's soft, even if it's over your head or it, even snap it low before you snap it high. Man, a high snap is a, just a death nail to a, 
to a whole drive. Yeah. Uh, you got to snap it soft where he can recover and catch it. But again, I hate we're even having this conversation because yeah, it's a game. You know, we're going into game five, and yeah, we, we got yeah, to deal still with right can't now. figure it out. He got to get it together, plain and simple. But when you're on the one yard line, I don't give a shit if you quarterback sneak it every time. Yeah. You can leave. I mean, hey, if you don't score from the one yard line, that's on the players. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, you got to be able to score from one yard out yeah. on first down. So I was glad that Nick Saban was like, I don't know why we're doing that either. Because I, I'm watching him snap a, a shotgun snap, and I'm going, man, we got Milrow could run it in himself. He's as good as any running back that there. I'll tell you guys, I'm going to tell you, I'm a Ravens fan. Okay, and Ravens have a quarterback that can run the ball, mm-hmm. and Alabama has a quarterback that can run the ball. Let the guy run the ball, like just give him yeah. the ball only, four times. He's going to score. The only time, and I love, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, it's, I love a. But Saban agreed. I love a shotgun snap in a goal line situation. If the guy catching the ball is going to run it, because I mean it gives you time to see where the holes at. How right, 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 right. I mean, if you hand it off from under center, that guy. I mean, you're kind of. You're kind of stuck to whatever path you hand it off on. You catch it from the shotgun. You can kind of see where everything's going and pick your hole. And that's the advantage. I love a direct snap to a running back or a quarterback if he's running the ball. Other than that, go under center and just run the shit out of it. I mean, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I mean, you know, you're on the one yard line. Score the freaking ball. Yeah, right? just score the you know? ball. Yeah. But I felt like at that point, that was like the the final mistake, and they were like, "Hey, we're we're done with these mistakes." Because I th- I thought there was a when they after that they kicked the field goal. We got a great field goal kicker. Yeah. At that point, I felt like things started to change. And Me too. to Tommy Reese's defense, your center should be able to snap the damn ball. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I, I get it. You know, you shouldn't be snapping. You should be under center, but I mean, shit. You know. You've got a D1 scholarship. Snap the damn ball. Yeah, snap the ball. Right. Well, if he doesn't snap it, somebody else is going to snap it. (laughs) And and I said this on a show in Tuscaloosa today. We put so much emphasis on quarterback. They need to emphasize every position. And if if the center's not getting the job done, then then how about putting that same emphasis on that position? Right. Because – I mean, think about it. If if it was Milrow that was dropping all those balls, everybody would want to run him out of town. And I'm not saying run, you know, uh, McLaughlin out of town. I'm saying you just got to concentrate not and get yet. the snaps in not there. Not yet. Anyway. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A few more and maybe. <laughs> I thought like coming in though, that that would be a, um, a strength, but let's talk some defense, Ryan. I, I, I look at this team and uh, Malachi Moore. Wow. He's a good player. He's impressive. Huh? He's impressive. He, he one of those guys that I feel like, he, he would have fit in good with the, the defense that came before him. He one of those guys. Downs, he one of those guys. You know, I, all around, I like this defense. They got, like, a good group. You know, yeah. From the secondary is probably my favorite unit oh, on the too. defense right now. Kool-Aid, come on. <laughs> can play. Three when you, can play. Two Kool-Aid's going to be an NFL star, right? We know him now, but, I mean, he'll be on – somebody will draft him and, and, and they'll be talking about Kool-Aid for a long time. He just seems to me like – Drake Kirkpatrick type guy. Like he's we're gonna be dudes. he's gonna be in the NFL for a long time. Uh Marlon Humphrey type guy where he's just locking down guys in the NFL forever. Yeah, he can play. Well you tell me. I mean, again, I this has been my argument from day one is is especially when I was there. I mean 
we didn't have to bring pressures to get to get pressure on the quarterback when I was there. Right. I mean, I felt like it was y'all up front pushing yeah. the pocket, getting pressure on the edge. I mean, there was no need for extra to bring extra guys because there was going to be pressure on the quarterback without that. I mean, to me now, I feel like we're not getting a whole lot of pressure. Yeah, why is that? I know what you're saying. From the the front. You guys could get four men, and and they could put five up there, six, and you're still getting back. When we would do two minutes, and I mean, just in practice, the the interior pressure you'd feel as a quarterback, you're like, shit, I can't get – you know, felt like Connor Cook back there. You couldn't – you just couldn't get comfortable and make throws. I mean, and then on the edge, you got guys pushing Mm -hmm. you you know, from both edges as well. I mean, again, I, I, it, it's kind of unfair because of the front that we have. No, it's not unfair, man. It's, it's just what you're trying to do. It's the standard. It's yeah, the like, standard. It, like, I get that. It's the standard. You watch it every week. It's what are standard. you thinking? I feel like how Jake feels. <clears throat> but also I feel like it come down to the players. You know, the scheme as is still the same. Like, we took control of a lot of that stuff, Yeah, you know, when it came to like the four man, like that's that's what it's saying. Like Coach Pruitt would come with Curry and say, "Look, we can't. Y'all got to do it. You know what I mean? Like the pillars on y'all." So I feel like in those situations, like we just turned it up. Like the focus went up. Like the communication went up. Hey, you know, you got this game. You got this game. You're, you know, even from the edge standpoint, the most communication I ever had, even with the pros. Like while I look over on the edge and Denzel or Tim or Rashawn, they say, "Hey, I'm, I'm speed rushing. I'm bullying." Go high. Like, it just was a communication thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, everybody was just, like, in tune. So, we hung out, too. You know, I don't know if them guys, like, hang out a lot. But, like, that defense I played on, we was, like, every day, we, like, we was Man. together. That's 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 when you have a really great unit. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. It where like, everybody I really mean, likes each other. I mean, mm-hmm. seven guys in coverage. You got four guys rushing. It's like, yeah. holy shit, I can't get away from them. You know what I mean? <laughs> and there's still seven guys covering the pass. I mean – it just it's so uncomfortable as a quarterback to know you only got four guys coming after you and they're on your ass the whole time. Yeah. And then you've still got to worry about throwing it away from seven guys. Right. And, I, and that's how it felt back in our day. And I think once those guys like get a taste of that and start understanding it, they're gonna get a lot better at it. You know, because we got they got the they got the ponies in the stable to get it done over there. You know, yeah. Brass with Turner, um, them interior guys. I, I like them. Yeah, I did they too. They can get it done. It's just like I really feel like they just don't – they just haven't meshed yet. Yeah. You know, like with Jay say, like with the QB, you know, around week eight or whatever, like I feel like a, another week or two and those guys going to start really start putting it together. And just be mean as shit, throwing people around. I mean, just toss them. Yeah. I mean, just with reckless abandon, you know, not not giving a <laughs> shit about yeah. anything. That's how it's got to be. Quarterback. I'll tell you, man, we – we we practicing like we came in the spring, me, Dylan, TJ. So we're doing like a little spring practice. And I wasn't really even like that, you know what I mean? Like just being nice, but you know, I just got the Bama. You know, we have our first padded practice. <laughs> me and a tight end, we get into a, a slang on the ground. <laughs> Where'd you go to high school again? Daphne. Daphne, that's Daphne what I thought. Yeah. This is the and this is the, this is like the LA podcast. Too, by the way. I gotta tell you, like <laughs> everybody's like, where are these guys coming from? We're down on the coast right now. <laughs> We're on the eastern shore. You're on the other yeah, side. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, it, eastern shore over here. 
Yeah, just like you know, if if we won a game and some shit was start starting to stir after a game, we were celebrating. I'd just go hide after, hide behind Ryan Anderson. Like, hey man, I'm with him. Because <laughs> I know this guy was gonna tear him apart. <laughs> it was what I was saying. Though, like when I got there, I, I I go to help this tight end know about the play, and I get back to the side of Dylan say you, just, he just dog cussed. <laughs> What you on? <laughs> like, I want to fight him now. I'm like, what's what? You just fucking helped him up, man. <laughs> Don't talk to me. I can't believe you. Like, what? <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> I nobody else. <laughs> you weren't allowed to help the other. Yeah, I get it though. Like, yeah, yeah, right. It. Yeah. I'm like, oh, in a good mood today. <laughs> That's somehow there's a balance between you know respecting and loving everybody and then just hating the shit out of everybody. Yeah, you got it. Oh man, (laughs) the Alabama way, right? (laughs) Go in there and take care of business. Hey guys, make sure that you uh, are subscribed to uh, Roll Tide Pods. This is Elephant in the Room talking Alabama as the tide gets ready to take on Mississippi State. Eight o'clock. Central, 9 o'clock Eastern. That seems like a late game, but uh, we'll be talking about that one uh, with uh, Jake on Monday. And, Ryan, hopefully you'll come and hang out with us more. I mean, I, this is what kind of what we want to do, just yeah. like get in here and kind of oh, rip yeah. things up and talk about Alabama football. But, guys, in the comments section, make sure that you, uh, you know, any kind of questions you have, shoot us as well and like and give us a thumbs up as we talk about this game. All right, let's, let's finish up our thoughts on – Alabama and Mississippi State, so I can ask you about some of the other games that I'm going to lose this weekend betting. Okay, um, so so I, I kind of see it like you do. I, I think that when Zach Arnett took over, he made a mistake getting away from the air raid that they had the personnel for. Right? I mean, Mississippi State had the air raid; they're moving guys. They got all these like seniors, including Will Rogers. They've struggled to move the football defensively this doesn't look like a mississippi state team that we've seen in the past that physical mississippi state where you know they're they're able to kind of stop you at the line of scrimmage i've always felt like because they're in our media market that there's a little bit of extra hate that they have for alabama because it's like man they got to see you guys on tv all the time they got to hear me talking about them all the time and there's always been this little chip now i don't think nick saban's lost to them you know but before, because I go back before that, Alabama lost to these guys. You know, they're a pretty, pretty good football uh, football team. And then going in there at night, you know, obviously with a team that's trying to establish themselves, what they're all about, you know, follow up with the second half last week. I think it all starts with the run game. You know, I think if Alabama with Roydell and, and Chase McClellan runs the ball, when, when Justice kind of figures out all the blocking, I think he's going to be probably the best of all of those guys. But offensively, that's just my opinion. I'm going to ask you and then you next. What, what do you think it is for Alabama, and then what's it going to take to win the game? Yeah, well, I mean, <clears throat> to me, football in general, if you can't run the ball, then you're not going to be successful. Right. I mean, you may win. You know, you're going to be teams that you are better than, but teams that you're about equal with, you cannot establish a run game. You're not going to win consistently. And uh, to me, Mississippi State has not done that. Right. Uh, and their their pass game to me is is based on precision and landmarks and 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 they have not really figured out the timing or landmarks or really the the rules of, of their offense yet. 
they're getting there, and they showed some of that in the second half of, of uh, the South Carolina game. I still think they got a long way to go, but again, what what makes me worry about them is that when uh, Will Rogers starts to feel it, and they kind of they put together a few big explosive plays, yeah. especially with play action, uh, you know, and, and if and if we don't score. You just never know what may happen with Will Rogers at quarterback. Uh, defensively, again, we if if we don't if we don't put pressure on him, uh, the guy's going to make plays. I mean, it is what it is, and, and uh, it's just a it it's one of those trap games where where if they show up, we're going to have a lot of problems. If they play Mississippi State football, we ought to win by you know ten fourteen points. Right. You think they'll cover 14 and a half? I'm First saying. half. <laughs> First half. <Yeah. laughs> oh, sure. <no. laughs> I'm staying away from that one. <laughs> okay. I, I hope I'm wrong again. What do you think, Ryan? As far as what them what we need to do to win this game. Uh, I'm going to kind of piggyback out, Jake. I feel like we, we got to control the line of scrimmage. You yeah. know what I mean? We got we to gotta run the ball well, and we got to stop the run. We got to protect our guy and get out there is. You know, and I feel like the defense, it's on them coming into this game. Yeah. Like, this defense got to have that attitude. They got to walk in there with that on their mind. Like, we got to we gotta win this game. We can't give up no more than 13 points. Right. And that's just what it is. You know, if they beat us 13 to 0, well, right. we ain't going ahead and giving up that many points. We got we to gotta control the line of scrimmage, and we got to create turnovers. So, I feel like that's that's what's going to eliminate a lot of that stuff. Put the fire early. They're going to come out there hyped up. So I feel like that's going to be like set the tone early and finish. Yeah. Damn cowbells, man. I, I can't. I, I won't go to a game now. <laughs> I, mean, I'm gonna go, I won't go see a game now. You know, what's crazy about that place is the cowbells aren't even loud. It's just an annoying noise kind of in the background. Yeah. You can hear everything. Yeah. You know, it doesn't bother you whatsoever. It's just like. Can you please just cut stop. that shit out? I don't yeah. know where they got that from. I, I I just think being over there where they yeah, they want no stores, no nothing. <laughs> had plenty of cowbells just, just laying cowbells. around. Doesn't it feel <laughs> like when you're there? <laughs> I've said this about that place. <laughs> I feel like every time I'm there, I got into a time machine and went back in time. <laughs> It's like, it really does. Like you pull in there, you're like, man, I just, I, I just lost about 45 years. <laughs> you know, I was, and and we played at Arkansas, and Arkansas, you know, at least they can talk a lot of shit, yeah. and kind of make you feel bad. <laughs> but when you go to Mississippi State, all they do is ring those car cowbells. You can't hear any of the shit talking. Yeah, and you're just like, what are we here for? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Well, Nick said, "Let's go play on the practice field." Yeah, right. Well, yeah, <laughs> Nick's handled them. I mean, I, I I was there. Gene Stallings lost to him one year. Bama was ranked, and got, got Mike Shula fired, losing to him at home. And, you know, <laughs> so uh, <happy>. you know. <laughs> Do you remember these games? Do you got were you an Alabama fan growing up? You too. Yeah, I was there. Like you know, like we, we, I'm like well, I mean, a lot I'm walking me. out as a fan. That meant a lot to me, Jake. I'm telling you. No, I remember. The wife's like, you should stop saying that. I'm walking out. You just got fired. You just got fired. <laughs> you know, like it was terrible. But you know what? Like they, they're. I just think that 
the, to me, you know, when when uh, Mike Dubose was there, they were tough, you know, but but Knicks kind of handled them. They, normally they play like defense first and then offense, you know. Now that then they got Mike Leach, who I thought was really a fun yeah. head coach. I liked him. Good yeah, guy. I mean, Good let's, guy too. Let's, let's be honest though, when you you know you're an SEC coach, especially at Alabama, and well. If we do lose Mississippi State, which I hope is not the case. No, I do Jesus, too. I hope that's not the case. But when you lose to Mississippi State as the Alabama head coach, yeah, you're getting need fired. To start thinking. Yeah. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's got to be talked about. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I mean, you said about the center in the corner. It's got to be talked about. <laughs> got to bring this up. That's the real elephant in the room. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the measuring stick. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, right, right. Do right. we like this guy? Or does he need to move? Yeah, on? yeah. We ready for this guy to get out of here. If he loses to Mississippi State, Coach Saban won thirty national championships. You lose them, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting out with it. Oh man! All right, let's talk. Let's talk some other games before we get out of here. We we the crazy thing about this show, and guys, if you're not a subscriber, please do that. Uh, this is Elephant in the Room on Roll Tide Pods, part of Disrupt the Media, brought to you by my bookie and uh, Lance's Lock. And we really appreciate all you guys for hanging out with us here and talking. Um, Alabama football. All right, let's get into this. I, okay, I took Dion last week. I think I, I might have picked with my heart a little bit. Now they're back at home, Colorado. I love the fact that Coach Prime said, you better get me now because I believe that. Now USC is coming to town. USC is a pretty good football team. Uh, your thoughts on that game, and then you tell me what you I mean, I would – as far as betting goes, I'd stay away from it because <laughs> – I it's mean, like a two touchdown plus for a spread. team. I took Oregon last week. Okay, I you mean did. that one made. Sense. I should have too, but I I didn't see Lance say that until Friday. Yeah, that I one made, made my picks on Thursday. Call me. I well, should have. I didn't know you then. Yeah, <laughs> we were at one comedy show together at that point. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I will call you. <laughs> hey, as soon as that one came out, I was like, okay, Oregon. This one's going to be. A, I'm hammering Oregon. Yeah. Right. But now, I mean, to lose two games by 22 points, man, I, especially with Dion as the coach, I, I'm not – there's no – I'm staying away from it. I think USC probably should, but I don't think they will just based on Dion being the coach and who he's got, you know, behind him. Uh, so, words of wisdom, stay away from USC or – Yeah, this is not a game to bet on, but yeah. I'm going to ask Ryan because he knows. Oh, I think USC going to get them now. I think they're going to beat them <laughs> easily. I think USC is going to beat them. They're going to yeah. beat them. 22 cover. points? Yeah, 22 is the spread. USC don't play good defense, as good as defense in Oregon. Yeah. But they're going and it's, to – And it's in Colorado. But they'll cover that spread. Yeah, you think so? I think so? they'll cover. You yeah, think Colorado's going to cover? No, no, I think USC will. Ooh, I don't know. I, do. I think Colorado might surprise. They me. might, they might, they might. But I mean, I feel like USC is the right play, but I'm too nervous to put money on it. Well, this is interesting because I want to see what Coach Prime does after a loss. Right. That's why I, I wanted to see how these guys respond after getting land based it like. They yeah, did. they got they got yeah. beat you know, down. So I didn't seen them ahead. I didn't seen them beating eyes, shocking bit. Now I want to see how they come, come. I hope they do come back and recover, but I just don't. It's a tough league. Yeah, you got Kayla Williams and, and the Prime don't really have the guys. Like he said, he don't have the 
front seven really to go in yeah. and put pressure on this guy like yeah. that. Yeah, no, I'm so, with you. Yep. It can get ugly fast did if you, they ain't careful. Did y'all see that video that Oregon put out of uh, the pregame? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm I saying. wish I had seen that video before kickoff because I'd have put a lot more money on Oregon. Yeah, you know what I'm the click you know what I'm video, saying? the clicks. Ooh. They're playing for clicks. No, 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 no. 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 Chalo talking about beating the shit out of all to the, the players and the coach. Yeah. Oh, really? You missed you that one? Yeah. yeah, I didn't. Uh, see that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. Pretty intense, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it just made me feel worse. Yeah, Zion got to get a handle on that. I like everything they're doing up there, man. I like the, you know people being free and being able to like express themselves. But that the stuff before the game and the taunting and all that, you gotta get ahead of on that. Yeah. Cause you gotta understand one thing at the end of the day, you got a lot of tension up there and a lot of spotlight. As a as a defensive player, honestly, like when I'm coming into a game, like I wanna like that's what I'm I'm coming to do. I wanna hurt your best player. I wanna hurt your quarterback. Right. I wanna put him out of the game, your best receiver. That's what we wanna do. So when you got guys coming out before the game talking and all oh, this and it. It just it's, it's amplified. Like you're gonna get guys taking shots on them there. So like that's one thing I really feel like they gotta get a handle on. Yeah, like, right. Just all the pregame stuff. Like, don't give anybody anything. Yeah, don't give them no extra ammo. Yeah, right. Like once we get out here, that's cool. We're gonna yeah. dance, we're gonna do what we do, but my I feel like you gotta get a handle on that. Uh, yeah. My biggest fear is I mean, when I was playing, a guy that didn't say a word, you're like, Oh, this this MF is crazy. Right. I mean, I don't wanna I, a guy that talks a lot of trash, I mean, you know, you kind of block that out. But a guy that just doesn't say a word. Yeah. Like, oh, man. This He's guy, locked in. This guy's got some shit going on. <laughs> hey, I'm, 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 <laughs> yeah. I, hey, hey, Ryan, you blocked the shit out of this guy? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I mean. Uh, All right, so we got Tennessee at home. Uh, South Carolina's coming in, Ooh. and it's 11 and a half points. That's the spread. Uh, Tennessee's favorite. But remember last year, Tennessee had some issues in their locker room that if they wouldn't have had, I think they'd have got to the college football playoff. They had a really good team last year. But they, you know, w- reports are that they had a fight in the locker room going into that game against South Carolina, and then they got beaten, and that kind of ended their playoff hunt, right? Are they going to be able to rebound and win at home against South Carolina? Or or do you think South Carolina comes into Neyland Stadium and gets and gets it done? I'll start with you, Ryan. Tennessee, they can't rebound. <laughs> South Carolina beat them. South Carolina beat them. They, they don't rebound. They Tennessee. I like South Carolina. Tennessee's going to Tennessee. Right, right, right. I like Shane Beamer, too. I like him a lot. He's oh, sneaky yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He was at Virginia Tech for a while, ain't it? That's yep. him? No, his dad was at Virginia Tech for a while. I think Shane was there for a little while, too. Okay. Yeah, he Shane, got I like degree. Shane Beamer a lot. Oh, yeah. And I like Tennessee. Rattler. Rattler is. Shit, he, almost, he was, what, 16 of 16? Yeah, he had a great game. Last weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Who they had? They played South Carolina. No, they played uh, – it's a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I got to bring this game up. Don't, don't be angry at me, but you know, my son's a Fairhope pirate. Riley Leonard is a Fairhope pirate. And now he's at Duke. Clemson. He's, all, oh, he's oh, already oh. ripped Clemson in half. And now 
He's taking on Notre Dame this week. Notre Dame. Duke's 4 and 0. Oh. Take Notre Dame. Notre Dame. He Riley. <laughs> Take Notre Dame. You, you think Riley's good luck ends this week? I love, I love Riley. I Riley's love Riley a thousand yards, but he, I hope he got his rib protected on too. <laughs> <laughs> Notre Dame. Huh? You know what I'm telling you? I'm gonna keep it real with you, Mick. I like the hometown kid, and I room for him. But yeah. I, he, you better bring a guts with you. <laughs> <laughs> you're playing the South <laughs> I think it's at Duke. But, oh, but I, I but they're four and oh. Well, that's they, even worse because that's like practice. And then they and then they just took there'd be more hell. people they show up for the basketball man. game than uh, I, everybody says that. But could this be one of those teams? No, where you're like no, you don't no. think so. No, there's I, no chance. No, maybe maybe there's a little bit more. Uh, Fire behind Duke's football program. I know when I when I played at Florida State and we showed up at Duke, there were more people in line to buy fucking football <laughs> tickets than uh, in the football game. So, and we beat the shit out of them. So, well, look, Duke's number seventeen, Notre Dame's number eleven. All right, I I was just throwing that out there because I mean he's he's one of one of us, man. Yeah. Down here, he's yeah. one of us. We I got pulled hey, one. Hey. Again, I'm pulling for him, but I'm just being real. Hey, being honest. I've met Riley. I, Riley is a great guy, <laughs> great player. He's probably going to play in the NFL, but probably going to have a lot of problems Saturday. We're going to be tough. Issues. Yeah, we're going to have to watch him go through it too. So, I mean, look, you know, again, uh, probably, I, I probably, I definitely would not have won a national championship playing for Duke. I, I <laughs> Able to win one with Alabama, and uh, you know. <laughs> All right, last game. The, uh, I'm I'm with you guys. I just had to throw that out there. The last one I want to ask you about is uh, LSU's at Ole Miss. Um, Ole Miss is a home dog, two and a half points. Lane Kiffin don't give it up two and a half. Only two and a half. I'm going to tell you, uh, as bad as I've been, I'm taking LSU all day. Me too. Man. I think LSU is going to freight train them. They're going to get beat up at the line of scrimmage, just like they did against State. And then after the game, everybody, it's going to be one of those situations where Lane is going to be kind of not not getting fired, but the seat's going to start warming up. People are going to be like, "I didn't like that." They they talked all that shit to Alabama, and then look what happened. Now he can't win this game. This is a really pivotal game for them. Ryan, I'll you go first for Ole Miss. Yeah, I like LSU to beat them, and I and I like uh, Lane to come back and be our offensive coordinator. So. Hopefully, Come on back home. Yeah, hopefully get on the hot seat. You know. <laughs> I'm a little selfish, but yeah. I think Ole Miss Peter Roll. Yeah. I mean, LSU Peter Roll, Ole Miss. Yeah, I agree. Jake? Uh, I got Ole Miss winning this one. Whoa. Uh, and y'all just solidified that. Joe Central over here. Hey, I've been terrible. So, I mean, look, I, that, that could happen. Yeah, I don't know shit either, man. Yeah, he doesn't know shit either. <laughs> I just don't like old middle quarterback out this answer last So LSU by a lot. No, I mean if I was if I was just you know guessing who would win, it would take me about I don't know seven and a half points to to take Ole Miss. If old if Ole Miss was plus seven and a half. I'd take them. The fact that it's plus three, I'm definitely taking Ole Miss. Just because 
I know Vegas knows something. I yeah, know. yeah, right. Right, okay, right, 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 right. All right. And so that's good call. That's why I'm taking Ole Miss. All right. And then uh, finally, um, oh, I just lost you, Jake. Oh, what happened? Anyway, uh, Ryan, I'm going to get you to go first. What happened over there? Um, what do you think about the Bama game? Give me your thoughts on the Bama game. Last week or this week? This week. I like Alabama to go in and win by 14 points. Two touchdowns. 24. Ah, Alabama 24, Ole Miss 10. Same as last week. I'm going to do the same thing. All right, Jake, I'm going to swing it over. Right, any final thoughts? That's it. All right. I'm thinking 34-21, Alabama. We got a little bit of a rough time on defense to start with, and we finish off scoring a couple touchdowns and covering. Again, right. disclaimer, I'm not taking Alabama, but that's how I feel. Yeah. I think look, I I think Alabama wins the football game. Uh, I think it builds some momentum to the Texas A and M game. I hope they don't look ahead. I don't think they will though. Shit, they, they I, I, yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Alabama's uh, rolling towards the postseason, and uh, th- next week's going to be a, a real battle. This week is more just focus on the things that they need to take care of, and take care of business. And I think good things will happen. Here's here's the thing too, which I. I <clears throat> I don't care what anybody says. I mean, when you play, and again, you, I want to, I kind of want to hear your opinion on this too. Uh, when you play Mississippi State or one of these teams, where it's again, when you when you're in Alabama, you want to play these big games. You love playing these big games. You love the Auburn game. You love playing the LSU game. You know the big matchups. When you play Ole Miss or Mississippi State. I mean, there's definitely a lull there. I mean, of course, y'all didn't show that my senior year. That's for damn sure. But I definitely feel like there's an energy, a lack of energy there when you play the teams that are not up to that standard of Alabama football and and don't kind of, I guess, uh, play up to that hype that that you want to play to when you're getting recruited. And – I don't know. Maybe maybe you have – I, I want to hear what you have to add to that because I, I seriously don't feel like everybody gets as excited about Mississippi State as they do. Right. Auburn, LSU, you know, the big big teams you play. Definitely. I, I feel the same way. That's why like you said earlier, I feel like it's, it's a trap game. Yeah. It's one of them games. I hated playing <clears throat> Coastal Carolina or who, whoever we – Right. Eastern Louisiana. I know there's there's some there's good players on that team and and there's no disrespect towards those teams. I I know there's a lot of good guys that come out of there, but it just doesn't match that intensity level as playing the big games in and out right. every weekend. You know, right. easy to overlook, like you say, and they harder to get up for. But that's what Coach Saban always been like so good at, like keeping guys yeah. balanced. You know what I mean? Oh, you knew if you were playing Mississippi State or La Tech or who, by the time the fifth period rolled around, you were starting that summer. You started right over. Yep, yep, yeah. 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 You talked yeah. about that. You were starting it over. You know? Yeah. It didn't matter. I mean, you he, could do everything flawlessly. That shit was coming back. But he had his mind made up. <laughs> yeah. But he but was see, pissed off. But the reason why is that you guys weren't at Legion Field when we lost the La Tech. 
Right. You know, I mean, he lost to Monroe and it was like, you know, he was like compared it to 9 11. And, and, and people got mad at him. And I knew what he meant, though. Yeah. He was just saying, for us, you know, our standard, you know, it wasn't disrespectful, but people were upset about that in 07. Yeah. The reason that Alabama hasn't had those losses is because of that. Yeah. That's how he got you guys to pay attention because we're naturally looking ahead to mm-hmm. Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M. But yeah. you got this game this week. Now, right. sometimes, you know, when you're playing a team that's like an 80-point underdog or they don't even have a spread, it doesn't matter. You know, you're still practicing against Auburn when you're playing Chattanooga. But <laughs> yeah. but I, I got to tell you, man, the guy's that he's the GOAT for a reason. No doubt. He, he's wired different than we are. Yeah. That's the crazy thing mm-hmm. about it. You know, he oh, is yeah. just wired different. Oh, I don't think if, if he made – Sixty thousand dollars a year. I don't think he'd operate any different if he, he doesn't care about the money. Ten million dollars a year. It's just like that's who he is. Like he can't help. It. Yeah, and that's why he's the best of all time. Best yeah. of all time. Well, guys, uh, show's brought to you by my bookie again. Uh, we have just blown through an hour and change, and we appreciate all of you guys for being here. We'll get back together again on Monday. Talk about Mississippi State. Relive the action late night on Saturday. Ryan, thanks for coming, man. And thank y'all for having me, man. I enjoyed it. Man, you better be coming back, though. Yeah, That's... man. You, as long as you got some more hey, of that brother. beer. <laughs> <laughs> we got plenty of beer. We got you, plenty of beer in the studio. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure that you like and subscribe. Be part of uh, Roll Tide Pods. That, that, you know, Lance and Ryan and, and Jim and those guys putting this together. We're, we're just really happy to be part of it. Oh, we're, yeah. we're, we're like their South Alabama cousins, you know, that get on here. Hey, and... hey, I'm from South Alabama. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out. Hey, go to the side. We're, 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 yeah. no, we're, we're, we're part of the disrupt media, but we're like the South. We're like yeah. the very South wing. Okay. The, LA, we're, the LA wing. We're the LA wing. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate it. And um, no, it's guys. Like Cousin Eddie over here. No, man. Not, we don't have. Well, I like Cousin Eddie. <laughs> got an RV. Uh, like and subscribe, Roll Tide Pods. Uh, this is Elephant in the Room. And for Brian Anderson and Jake Coker, I'm Mick Gillespie. Roll Tide, guys. We'll talk to you on Monday.